Welcome to GLT's All Good Local Tips with Caroline Wilson and Corey Perkin. All thanks to Red Energy. They're powered by Snowy Hydro and 100% Australian electricity and gas. Call 131 806 for real Aussie energy. Hi everyone, welcome to our Good Local Tips GLT segment. This is off the back of episode 133. Hi Caro, hi Jane. Hello, Corrie. I'm looking forward to this segment because um, we've got lots of good local tips. Would you like to kick it off or should we let Miss Jane? Well, just before both of you do, I just thought we had a bit of correspondence from Karen Croft Hughes on Facebook. Thanks, Karen. And she says, hi, ladies, big fan of the podcast. Every winter, hubby and I do a train trip to regional Victoria. was great to get some local tips, good local tips from you guys. And she says, this year we're heading back to Geelong, which we love. We've done Ballarat, Bendigo and Woodend. So, and she said, after you spoke about Port Ferry, I think that might be next on the list. Any tips of accommodation or places to see would be great. So I just want to send out uh, another call to arms to all our messengers. We are continuing our wonderful places in rural and regional Victoria to visit. Now more than ever, Caro and Jane, after um, Victoria has had a spike in coronavirus cases, But uh, we started this a couple of weeks ago. We've had some really terrific tips about where people should go for a mini break. So keep it coming, everyone. And thanks, Karen. The... um Am I right in saying that you might be planning a little trip to Port Ferry soon? Uh, Well, yes, Caro, so long as we can have a bit of a gathering, more than five. But we are going to Port Ferry. Uh, Karen, we are... um, I've I've put a deposit down on a place which is just on the river or on the canal as it is and um, it's a little kind of townhouse. I think there are three or four in this little apartment block and I think that's a really lovely part of the world to stay. Some people prefer to look over the ocean beach but I do love being near that central part of town where you can walk everywhere you don't need a car. Well I still I still want to hear from people's tips yes. for regional Victoria because although the Premier has told us not to go on holidays if we don't feel well School holidays has begun, and I think I would I would love to know about towns that I I mean I'm still haven't got to Trentham, and that is my ambition this year. But I'd love to know some more local tips about beautiful regional Victorian towns. They could they can be on the coast, but we'd rather inland because they're the ones we don't really know about. Jane, that's your mission as well. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent. I'm always out and about around, you know, the Ballarat region, but there's so many places I still haven't discovered. Apparently there's all those amazing um, antique stores. Is it down Molden, towards the... Yeah. All, all sorts of... And, and also in um, where Caro beat a path not so long ago around Gippsland and toward Lakes Entrance and everything. Yep. You can And Bairnsdale, you can always find some really good little treasures there. Yeah, as long as there's a good antique store, I'm happy to go. <laughs> Don't care about the coffee or easy antique pleased. store. <laughs> I've got a few good local tips if you want me to um, go through them. First of all, can we just give credit to Ishka? Corrie, this is just one of the great retail stories of the year. Looked like they were closing down this this amazing chain that started in someone's garage in Glen Iris 50 years ago. Indian handicrafts, Vasia sort of place. Yeah, lots of incense and mirrored skirts. My and kind stuff. of place, really. Yeah, we, well, we've sort of had, we've all spent a bit of cash at Ishka over the years. Well, they were, they were gone. They were closing down. They pleaded with all their loyal customers to stay loyal online, and the banks come in and save them. Their oh, online that's orders great news. went up 60%. So, um, 
get on Ishka's online site and keep supporting it. The banks save them and they're back. Do not listen to our friend Jeff Slattery, who has been absolutely scathing about the English game, a show I promoted and recommended a couple of years ago. He read a dud review in The Guardian bagging Julian Fellows. Completely unfair. It's a really great escapist series. I did have a text from a friend, Caro, uh, during the week who took up your tip and watched it and said, I have to watch it. Oh, well, they, they loved it. Oh, well, good. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Did you know, this is one from Anna from the op shop. Do you, you know those sort of puffer jackety things? You can buy them from Uniqlo incredible, at incredibly reasonable rates. They, they're not really waterproof, but they keep you warm. Did you know that you can wash them on the wool cycle in your washing machine? No. And that when you dry them in the – well, I would probably not put one in the tumble dryer, but according to Anna, you put them in the tumble dryer with a tennis ball and it all the puffer stuff stays even. You know how often they come out and, you know, one arm's just – one arm's like the Michelin man and the other arm's – What does the – Tennis ball have I to don't do know. It. it beats up all the feathers or the down or whatever. Oh, the Jane, feeling. stop. Really? Yes. Did would... you know that as well? No, I didn't, but I've done – I've ruined a jacket by doing the clump thing. Anna <laughs> said the noise in the tumble drive, the tennis ball bouncing around can be a little bit irritating <laughs> if you're nearby, but it works. Goodness gracious, wonders will never cease. I know, I know. And, I've, and this is a by way of – a bad local tip. You know, um, for years I've banged on about my chicken sandwiches and how you have to use Wonder White bread. Don't use Wonder White bread. <gasps> Has it changed? Something's changed. Oh, Go, that's like the saladas when they changed the salada recipe a few the, years ago. The Wonder White sandwich loaf. I oh. thought, did I buy the wrong loaf? Did I buy, dare I say, you know, a shock or a wholemeal by mistake? It didn't look as white. It wasn't the spongy. Oh, go and it was is, coarse. Do, do they still make Granny Davis? That was always a good white loaf. Baker's Delight. Oh, okay. Baker's Delight is where you have to go, the white sandwich loaf. I always thought you could never beat, and I've been telling people always buy the Wonder White. Why would white. they change the recipe? Well, why do they do these things? It's no good. Um, my good local tip is in this time of economic downturn, adopt a business. I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, but I've really started doing it and practising what I preach, and it's so satisfying on so many levels. So it might be your local cafe. It might be a restaurant, which for years has been your favourite spot. And even though temptation is there to go to lots of other restaurants, why don't you just go back to the same one where you know you're going to have a good meal and a great time? It might be a particular fishmonger at the market or a wine shop or a deli or a bookshop. Just find your favourite spots and just get behind them for the next few months and spend your dollars there. It might even be, Caro, a favourite local or an interstate holiday spot. I was thinking about how, how, how as kids we used to go up to Surface Paradise every September holidays. Why not take your own kids and go back to Surface Paradise if we're ever allowed to well, cross yeah. the borders. But, you know, just if, you, if we're thinking local, think local and think creatively. So that would be my tip. I've got a great hostess gift. And, Jane, you'd love this. Corrie, you would too. Um, I bought them at a shop in Malvern the other day that used to be called Louis and is now called Stocked. And there's a few stocks. There's one near your shop, in fact, Corrie, there in is. Hawksburn. There is. They are selling at the moment, well, the, at the Malvern shop, Clem taught me into it. It's a big, massive white tin with a beautiful blue boat motif and it's it's all coloured in yellow and blue. Somewhere sort of they're either Spanish or sort of Latin American. They're potato chips in a tin. But then they're called patatas bravas or something like that and they ate them in that 
film Parasite. You know when the family break into the – they're sitting in – did you watch Parasite? Still I haven't, no. Oscar-winning no. film, great film. Anyway, <laughs> the the poor family are sitting in the rich family's sitting room and they're munching on these chips and the chips have become – a, you know, over international phenomenon, but the tin. The you can third, keep the tin. What a great well, idea. It's expensive. Like it's 35 bucks or something, but the tin is huge. It's like a, a large pot. So I can see it, Jane, in your garden with basil coming oh, out planted. of it. planted. Okay. Oh, completely. Or I'm... curry, you know, um, your parsley or maybe tomatoes. Mm. It is a beautiful tin. It is such a massive tin of those really good, lightly salted, really good quality chips. Really good quality, like the the best ones you buy at the supermarket. There must be about ten packets. You know worth. what's going to happen now, Janice? It's stocked in about five <laughs> days. Is going to say, "What the bloody hell's going on? Why are we selling all these potato chips in a tin all of a sudden?" It, it, Carol, it's like you mentioned Marion Keys, the breakup. Oh yeah, we only had one or two grown copy. ups. Grown ups, sorry, we only had one or two copies of it in the shop, and I wasn't there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or whatever it was, and. <laughs> Of course they were. What's going on? Why is everybody asking for this book? I do love loyalty. Thanks for coming to the shop, everyone. It's hilarious. Well, I'm glad that people are listening to the podcast. They are. Even better news. Yeah, and taking our good local tips. I I have one uh, which is one of my favourites and I'm going to be visiting it later this week. It's 1868 Bakehouse in Ballarat, in Armstrong Street, Ballarat. Janie, you would know this. Yes, have it, it, yeah. it had It's had a makeover. It's a wonderful business. They obviously had to close all of their seating area and so on of this wonderful big kind of warehouse-style old Ballarat building during the lockdown. And But they were still doing coffees out the window, which was great and kept them going. If you want to have a peek at there at what they do, just go on to 18, 1816 underscore Bakehouse on Facebook and Instagram and you'll see what I'm talking about. The best scones, Caro, the best scones in Better Western than Victoria. Your royal family oh, ones. Oh, wow. Yes. I, Better than Kelly Island's ones when you get the flower right. I tell you what, it's great. And just speaking <laughs> of Ballarat, and this is a bit of a plug for the family business, um, Charlie, my son-in-law, as you know, makes sheds through Steel Chief. And he and Francesca a year or so ago invented a new business called Little Chief. And Little Chief Play, which you can see on Instagram, is their range of children's cubbies and forts and shelters. And during lockdown, of course, because kids were at home and parents were looking for something to for them to do, Little Chief went off, as they say. But if you have little children and you love the idea of having a super safe, very smart, rather stylish, I might add, little cubby or Harriet has a cafe, Hattie's Cafe in the back garden. It's very cute. So have a look at have a look at Little Chief Play on Instagram. And we can look at Hattie at the same time. Possibly she might be in the old photo or twenty. A bit of (laughs) (laughs) She is pretty gorgeous. A bit of um well, I don't have a grandchild as you know, but I do have a great niece. And my little niece, Frankie, was on um Channel 7 the other day on a Peter Ford report because he's going to be a flower girl for Sam Armitage. And Peter Ford did a report on the bridal party and little Frankie, who's not even two, featured. Oh, it was so cute. Do you remember when Fred Skepsy asked if they could have Francesca when she was four months old to play Azaria Chamberlain in Evil Angels? (laughs) What, What did you say? Well, I went home and spoke to Hubby and we considered it for a moment, but we thought... I would be flown up to the Northern Territory with the baby. I would have met, obviously, Meryl and Sam. I would Sam have done and, it. 
Uh, there was something really weird about it. It just didn't feel right. What if something happened to your child after doing that and you felt like you'd cursed them? Well, by... there was a lot of that happening in my head, Jane. As you know, I am a bit of a fairy and spirit gatherer, so that did occur to me. But that just made Frankie, the story about little Frankie just made wow. me think of that. that just came out of left field, didn't it, Carrie? That did. That did. A couple, look, a couple more from me because – Restaurants and big catering companies have had dreadful news in the last week, certainly in Victoria. They thought they could get 50 people back in. It's gone back to a lot less than that. Everybody did massive food orders. Now they have all this... And also people putting on dinner parties and so on, and they've all been cancelled. Well, yes, but at least, you know, you might have gone to the supermarket and bought a couple of pieces of ribeye. Well, you can put them in the freezer, but these people, these companies have you know, ordered ahead to massive volumes and a lot of them are now trying to sell them at heavily discounted prices. I mean, you've got to take advantage of these things, particularly if people do need to sell them. One of them I gather the other day, Cook's Food, which is in um, St Kilda in Wellington Street, C-O-O-K-E-S, was, um, I think you were picking it up on Friday um, of this week, ribeyes, cheeses, um, cryvac ribeye, beautiful pieces of cheeses that they ordered in small portions to serve at different tables. The ribeye came with horseradish cream, massively discount. That's just one example of a company who are desperately trying to offload food. So it's worth keeping an eye out for these bargains. I should also say, Corrie, that, you know, some of our favourite magazines had a tough lockdown early on. They didn't come because they've got such big lead time now they didn't cope with what we wanted to read certainly in April or some of them even May with the COVID crisis they're back in town I mean Gourmet Traveller with their online as well as their magazine has been fantastic well the two little the two not little but the two magazines I write for they went on ice for a few weeks but happy to say they'll be back in August oh is that the domain domain, one of them yeah and then the one in the age as well well, Country Style. Oh, isn't Ju- that a great episode? The July edition oh, is goodness. an absolute cracker. And, Corey, it reminded um, me of you and I and our visit almost a year ago now to the Good Folk of Hamilton and the Napier Ladies Club, which we spoke at, because there was a great recipe for Afghan biscuits. Mm-hmm. Remember we were oh, – I think that was the end of my <laughs> – Yeah, Top, Topsy gave us some as a thank you for speaking. Oh, Homemade biscuits. How beautiful and, were those And Afghans. Harriet still refers to – are there any Topsies? Every time she stands in front of the pantry at home at my place, she says, are there any Topsies biscuits? Well, Grandma <laughs> – sorry, you're Mopsy, aren't I know, you? I well, know. Mopsy, you can make Afghan biscuits. There's a wonderful recipe, from, you know, where they do the um, – my grandmother's favourite recipe segment. It's always it's always a great one for biscuits and slice and cakes. This is a fantastic Afghan biscuit recipe. I, if I'd had time yesterday, I would I would have made them and bought them in for you and Jane. So cornflakes or wheat bix? We've had this discussion mm. on the show before. Two cups of cornflakes. Cornflakes. It's a really good recipe, but it's just plain flour, baking powder, cocoa, butter, cornflakes, icing sugar mixture, and of course walnut halves, which you put on top of the icing, which is made out of cocoa and icing sugar and soft butter again. In that same uh, magazine, Caro. Uh, I was inspired so much so I've got the link and I'm going to book it, although I won't be able to go there for a while. The Burrows in Swansea, Tasmania. Oh, it's an didn't Airbnb. didn't look beautiful? Didn't it look gorgeous? $295 a night. Most beautiful area of Tasmania. 
uh, near that Freycinet Peninsula. Oh, so beautiful. And near quite a few golf courses too. I did see that. So it's called The Burrows. And if you want to read more about it and see the beautiful pictures, you can either go onto their website. I think it's just theburrows.com.au or you can buy a country style, as Caro said. Janie, any tips? I just want to quickly interrupt you. The, in The Burrows is a picture of the family who actually own it. And it's, it's mum, dad and two very attractive, quiet, you know, a teenage type children, boy and a girl, the mother's holding a glass of wine or champagne and the rest of them are just standing there like they're in a country pose. And I remember um, someone who I work with, who we all know quite well, quite involved with this studio, in fact, said never pose with a glass of wine or champagne or beer in your hand. Why? Because somewhere, somewhere, some way down the line, you'll see it in a newspaper. Oh, really? Yep. Anyway, I just thought it was quite funny. Like. Well, they're all looking sort of rural. It's hard to and... take a shot of me over the last three months without one in my hand. <laughs> well, I, I know. Well, me, me too. Sorry, Jane. Go ahead. I'm just conscious of that when, like, it's like all the great photos of me. Oops, family events. <laughs> and we've all got champagne. So very conscious not to do that anymore. Uh, my tip for the week is to plant your garlic. It was winter solstice, of course. Mine arrived this week. Yay! From Digger's Seed. Yes. No, looks not, so... not from Cornwall, Caro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so make sure you get proper garlic for planting from diggers, from the hardware store, from a proper nursery. Um, but it's probably just the last week or two that you're going to be able to get it in and get it going. Oh, so that's very exciting. Go. Mine was delivered, Corrie, and yes, locally, from within the state. And I'm still so very sorry about what I did last year. I know I did the wrong thing. However, blackbirds, they attacked, they, they get into our letterbox. They lift the lid of the letterbox. They pick up my pine cones that are in a big basket at the back of the house and fling them around the garden. They have terrified every other bird out of our garden. They're big, fat, horrible things. Not crows? No, blackbirds. Really? You Ooh. sure they're not crows? Aren't blackbirds English? Oh, no, they close. Have, yeah, oh, all those little Indian minor things, aren't they? They just get in everywhere. No, no, no. They're big, big black. Yeah, they're oh. crows. Well, what do There's I do a... with them? I don't want to, you know, kill them, no, obviously. Well, you, could, you could have my fox if you want, the one that runs across our roof. <laughs> oh, see, there were two. There were two of them and they have terrified and they I lift don't dirt know. out of the pot. You might have to actually get a scarecrow, to be honest, or something that makes a bit of a chime or a noise when the wind blows. I don't know. Oh. That's get really a scarecrow of Sam Newman, Karen. <laughs> I'm not sure if I want to be a chime house. I mean, I don't mind chimes, but I could go to Ishka and get you actually, some chimes. You actually don't look like a chime person. <laughs> no. If anyone's got a suggestion on how to keep the uh, ravens, crows, blackbirds, whatever they are, out of their caro's garden, send us an email, feedback at don'tshowpod.com.au. Um, I just want to say on the crows thing that I was playing golf once and I had my banana and while I was teeing off, the crow unzipped my golf bag, pulled out the banana and flew off with it. Um, just on the just on the viewing front for everyone, a good local tip: BBC One, Foxtel, obviously, but I'm sure it'll pop up somewhere else. We're coming toward the end of, I guess, it's season one of Belgravia. It has got better, Caro, with age. I know that you felt there was a bit of a dip, episode two and three. Yes, I'm riveted. I feel it's. I feel the conclusion is fairly obvious. But there yes. was a bit of a twist in this ep- this week's Little episode. Bit. I love yep. it. Anyway, yep. have a look, everyone. Belgravia. And Jane, don't shoot the messenger.
Thanks for listening to Caro and Corrie's GLTs. If you've got a good local tip, we'd love to hear from you. You can email feedback at don'tshootpod.com.au or join us on Facebook and Twitter. It's all for Red Energy, powered by Snowy Hydro. Red Energy are a leader in renewable energy. They're 100% Australian electricity and gas. You can give them a call on 131 806 for real Aussie energy. Thanks for listening. If you love an insightful podcast, Red Energy's podcast lifestyle series is for you. For home design and decoration, don't miss Homestyle with Shana Blaze. Getting the balance of large open spaces is about creating zones within one space. And if you're busy in the garden, catch the sport of gardening with Dale Vine. Compost is on trend at the moment. Powered by Snowy Hydro and leader in renewable energy, switch to Aussie-owned Red Energy today. Red Energy's podcast lifestyle available from your podcast provider and on the SEN app.